Welcome to Watch Our Crappins, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to watch. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today is someone who looks like goddamn Celine Dion. It's Ronnie Karam. How are you, Ronnie? Well, hello, Ben. Hi. Today we're talking Summer House. Are you excited? Oh, yes. Yeah, so excited. Summer House is kind of Winter House, but at a different place now. Yeah. It's melting. Different time Too much year. Austin. Too much Austin in my life. Get Austin out. <laughs> oh, God, he is so awful. Like, we've always thought he was awful. But I really feel like this was, like, what's the, I, I want to say peak Austin, but it's like nadir Austin, just like the worst type of Austin. And normally he gets, he gets, it's, no, we've never liked Austin, but he, he can kind of get away with it a little bit more because he usually has Shep there who can sort of, like, you know, take all the heat. But now Austin is just so Austin-y. And um, gosh, not a great episode for him. Oh, he's terrible. I mean, this show is used to its fuckboy assholes, but it's like a certain brand of fuckboy asshole. Austin is not that brand. Austin, Austin, you're an off-brand asshole. You don't belong here. Yeah, terrible. Um, Before we dive into the full recap, uh, just a reminder that we have tickets on sale for our show's um, uh, at watchercrappins.com. Next week, we go to Denver. There are tickets available for that. We Then uh, two days later, we'll be in San Francisco, which is sold out. Um, so thanks, everyone, for buying and for selling us out there. Very excited to get back there. And then um, in April, we are going to Detroit, Columbus, and Cleveland. And then we're going to close things out in Austin at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. And then in Houston, and finally in Dallas. And then that is it. Then the tour is over. So be sure to get your tickets. And uh, also be sure to go to crappensmerch.com or just go to our website, Watch Your Crappens, to get your merch and rock it at the show. Um, it's been so cool. It's been really cool seeing everyone wearing their stuff. But it's also mugs and pins, stuff that you don't wear. So go check that out. And, um, and that's basically it. Are you ready to... to is there anything else I need to uh, to remind people of, Ronnie, before we dive into Summer House? No, let's do it. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is the fact that Alex and Jason were at the Lindsay birthday, fairy tale birthday party and were not shown on camera. Um, at all, which is super weird. So people were commenting on that in the last episode. But someone from Summer House, I think Lindsay. it was Lindsay, said something like, but there's always next week. And so we thought, okay, well, maybe Alex is going to make an entrance. Yeah. that's. I thought what was going to happen is he was going to show up and they'd be like, it's Alex. They'd be like, yay, Alex, you made it in from the city. They did not show him at all. And um, Jason, I caught Jason. I happened to pause it and I saw Jason in the background, but they didn't give him a moment of like, Jason. It was actually... Very strange, but I, I guess it was such a um, it was such a big episode. Like there was so much going on that maybe they just didn't have the time to dedicate towards 
any of that. It was weird. It was I was surprised. I mean, Jason's that they didn't. not technically on this show, right? He's from Winterhouse, so I guess I could get that. But Alex is on this show. Like you never even <laughs> see him after the party or in the house at all, or when they're going to sleep, or like he's just been cut out of the show. That's weird. Something's going on. Yeah, and I thought, well, maybe they're firing him or something. But they just filmed um, Celebrity Family Feud a week ago, and Alex was chosen to be part of the Summer House delegation. So he's still clearly like in in Bravo's good graces. So yes. it was just maybe it's just that he maybe his costume was was off theme. Maybe like he dressed up as just a, a pound of ground turkey, and they're like, no, it has to be fairy tale. You're not going to be on the episode now. So we open up with Lindsay and Austin making out at Lindsay's. I'm 35, but my ovaries are 28, Barney. <laughs> yeah. And so they're making out um, while Sierra and Paige are doing like a selfie and everything. And when they were making out, I thought it was so funny because uh, the producers put um, their labels up, which says Lindsay, publicist. And then it goes, Austin. There's just nothing. <laughs> He's just... <laughs> <laughs> they don't even say like Lindsay's friend or anything. It's just nothing. <laughs> oh, so they finished making out and he's like, I love you, Lindsay. And she's like, I love you too. <laughs> so then Carl and Mackenzie are talking and he's like, So what do you think so far, Mackenzie? What do you think of my what do you think of the party? And she's like, It just reminds me of like how socially awkward I am at parties. He's like yeah, same. I'm so socially awkward. I like to take it slow. They're having weird chemistry to me. I feel like I feel like there's like this awkwardness because they kind of have to be like he kind of has to be with her the entire time, even though they make a big deal that they don't have to be with each other. But it's like a weird energy. I think this is not the event to bring Mackenzie out for. Well, they have zero chemistry and he's. This is the part, I guess, where they stop having to be with each other. Because she's like, yeah, I'm, like, socially awkward. So he goes, okay, I'm going to go chill over here with the boys. In the shade. <laughs> so he weird. just ditches her. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, Sierra, uh, Sierra and Maya are by the one-night stand club. Because I love tacos and chicken on Whatever the theme is. Yeah. And uh, and Maya is still um, like Danielle was trying to get Maya to, to be with this guy, Oliver. So Oliver wants to go in the pool and Maya's thinking about going in the pool. And Sierra's like, get into a bathing suit right now. Mm-hmm. And then there, we see sort of like a parallel moment because since Sierra says get into a bathing suit right now, we then cut to Austin yelling at Andrea, Andy, right now. Because see, it's like they're saying right now. They're both saying right now, which means that they're meant for each other so inside Austin goes inside with Andrea and he's like dude I just made out with Lindsay and he's like you did oh my god it was right in front of you I mean it looked like you were taking videos of it last week (laughs) is it in my head I like that he's acting all excited by it I know and and Andrea is like like a real make out session or like a little like a little cute Kiss, like the sort of kiss you give a tiny, itsy bitsy tiny little pagey pool, like that kind of kiss. And he's like, no, there was tongue involved, which is funny because, like, it's Austin. So no matter what he does in life, tongue is always involved. It's even involved right now as he's not talking. He's just, like, <laughs> smacking and his tongue's, like, flapping out of his mouth. I'm not really sure what's up. So he's like, oh, so it was real? And he's like, yeah, it was, like, real. There was, like, tongue involved, bro. <laughs> and um, Andrea's like, 
oh, this is going to be a bad. And Austin's like, why? He's like, oh, because Sierra loves you. Stop it. He goes, and you know what that means, right? A drama! And Austin is doing this, like, shoulder. Like, he's, he keeps throwing his shoulders, like, want to fight? You know, like when you throw <laughs> both your shoulders at the same time? He keeps doing that to people today. He's like, bro, stop. <gasps> nothing nothing's going on all right and he's like i love my bro austin but he's being sneaky 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 he's playing he's like meatball made with a kinder wobba okay <laughs> sneaky you play with Lindsay's heart and he's also playing with sierra's heart and i think deep down he enjoys doing this and it is something i've done in the past uh, which is not something I'm proud of. It is not nice to play with two girls' hearts. All right, five girls, let's do shots and find something <laughs> real. <laughs> it's not nice to do these two girls' hearts unless the girls are both adorable little dolls, yes. So then the, the big guy who's, who's a guest at a party, there's like a big guy there, and all we hear him say the entire time is, it is hot. Like he walks in and he's <laughs> like, God, it's hot here. And they're like, yeah, it's it's hot. So he's still hot, in case anybody was wondering. He's like, mm-hmm. Luke, it is so hot. And then Luke's like, I know, bro. I want to take off this costume and jump in the fucking pool. Right? Yeah, Luke is really, um, he, he's like, he's real, like, sort of slave to fashion this episode because he's so committed to his Mad Hatter thing and he just refuses to get out of it until the very end of the party, whereas everyone else has, like, five costume changes. Yeah, well, his was, like, full makeup, too, you know? Yeah. That's a rough one. So uh, Sierra and Maya are in the bedroom talking about Oliver, and Sierra's like, do you like this guy? And she's like, well, his personality would make me more attracted to him, probably. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> I just like I like I just like Maya being like, yeah, I, he needs to have a better personality. <laughs> no, like, she's saying she's not attracted to people because of their looks. That's her big thing. Oh, like, well, yeah. I'm not attracted to guys because of looks. I'm only attracted to personalities, so it's like really hard for me to know. But probably I'll be attracted to him when I know his personality more. Mm. By the way, have you received your cookies from Maya yet? No, stop asking. I feel terrible about. It. I feel terrible, like I'm torturing this poor girl. You know, you're not torturing. No, listen. Listen, she's a public figure, and she scaled up too quickly. She's like Pinkberry. You know, then that's that's. I'm I'm giving her an. I'm I'm giving her a, a way out. You know. No, I think the way out has been taken. She's not making fucking cookies. Okay, <laughs> she's got a way out. She's not going to make the cookies. That's it. Well, she can make some refunds then. So then, uh, so now Lindsay makes her speech. Um, I just want to say thank you so fucking much for everyone turning up and like dressing in theme. I'm like obsessed with like everyone here and like fairy tales were represented to us very differently when we were a kid. And what if you decide you want to be the queen of your own life? Write your own fairy tale, right? Ah, just Siggy Flicker getting mad that she's... (laughs) I did this already. You are the ugliest person in the world for making fun of my bark. (laughs) 
Also, Lindsay is reading this speech off of her phone. Like, Quincy, no. Come on, Lindsay, you're writing a speech for a stupid birthday party. You already are the queen of your own fucking fairy tale, okay? <laughs> also, nobody is dressed up for this party except the cast members. I don't know if you yeah. noticed, but... <laughs> there were, like, a few, like, sad attempts at a fairy tale theme. It's like someone with bunny ears. Like, oh, that's actually not a fairy tale. Okay. <laughs> That is Easter. <laughs> How rude. So then um, Kyle's like, tell us about your eggs. So she says, thank you for celebrating my 35th birthday going on 28-year-old 28, 28 eggs. Mm-hmm. So she just screams, let's party. So then Robert and Danielle, oh my God, now this couple, wow. I mean, the sexual, it's just, it's just smoldering. All right, yes. smoldering off the screen. So she's like, you know what, Robert? Like, if someone's bringing their negative energy, I'm just going to go in and I'm going to be like, boom, no, because that's my energy, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to see um, Lindsay do that for Danielle. <laughs> I feel like Danielle does all this stuff for Lindsay. But uh, well, I guess we haven't really gotten a chance to see if Lindsay's going to show up for Danielle because Danielle's just never in the situations that Lindsay's in, right? But Dan- she's not. She's That's not how it works in these friendships, you know? You find, like, a hanger-on and someone who's just going to ooh and awe you. And then that's what they do. I mean, she's even spending her private time with her boyfriend talking about how she's not going to let anybody be negative to Lindsay. Who's being negative to Lindsay? Literally nobody. Yeah. But she knows. She knows it's coming. She can sense with Sierra and everything. She can feel it. But, you know, so- this is something we haven't really... I mean, I haven't really thought this before, so we haven't talked about it, but she's not the best friend to Lindsay, actually. And it's really weird. Like, it's kind of like she's working behind the scenes against Lindsay, but then playing the nice friend, as we get to later in this episode. She's a little shit-stirrer. Go on. I'd like to so uh, tell uh, explain more. I, I'm I'm intrigued by this. Well, you know, she seems so phony with her whole. Oh, Lindsay, you're hilarious. Do it more, Lindsay. So, did you make out with us? Oh, how many times? Oh, you're funny, Lindsay. That's oh yeah. Keep doing that, Dan. Hilarious. So, how many times did you make out? Oh, Lindsay, you're so. Oh, Lindsay, twirl around again. Where did you make out? And then she immediately goes to the girls like, oh yeah, she was making out with. <laughs> she, she was making out with Austin this whole time, you guys. I didn't even know about. You know, she just she starts a lot of the crap. She started the thing today. True. I mean, she is. She definitely is a poster. I mean, she's sort of growing into that role because the first like two seasons she was on, she was basically doing nothing. Like, hasn't Danielle actually been dropped by the show twice? But they keep bringing her back. But now she's finally found her lane. You know, like I love Danielle. I think she's. She's wonderful, but she's she is she has realized. Oh, I guess if I want to stay on this show, I I am gonna have to stir the pot a little bit more because no one cares about me doing Zoom meetings. Yeah, but this show isn't really a stir the pot show. It's like a be the pot. <laughs> like, don't, don't stir the pot. Be your pot. Um, <laughs> how about you're the queen of your own pot? Yeah, I mean it's an interesting theory. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay attention to it a little, a little bit more to see if that if she's uh, being like a performative friend but undermining on the side because that it would seems be really like great. It. I've never gotten that from her before, but today for sure I did. So Amanda and Paige are drinking Fireball, and um, Paige is like, "Oh my god, this is like fairy juice. This is <laughs> so funny. This actually does not taste full price, which is good. It's on brand." <laughs> I am drunk on these savings right now. 
So um, then uh, Kyle is Kyle's very happy because he and Amanda are not fighting this weekend. He's like, oh, it feels like the first weekend of the summer where there's like a weight off my shoulders. Like we're not fighting. The friends are not all up in my business. Oh, it's so good. This is what summer should feel like. I just needed to let the engine idle a few weeks. And uh, yeah, I guess that's what I'm calling my fiance now an engine. So, yeah. <laughs> So Luke and Carl are talking, and he's like, hey, buddy, you, you know, you and Mackenzie, wow, you're, like, so adorable. So is she having fun? He's like, oh, yeah, it's weird, because, like, she's only been here for, like, three hours, and, like, I feel like she's been here for, like, oh, oh damn. Was that supposed to be a compliment? Yeah, it didn't it's not really good. feel like it. <laughs> that's not good. And I agree. She feels like she's been here much longer. <laughs> oh, yeah, it sounds not so good. So then Carl tells us, yeah, I had a pretty good sense prior to inviting McKenzie. Like, she would fit in really well, you know, because she's sort of like generic and not that interesting. And I'm just like, I feel comfortable with her. And like, I feel like I could talk with her. Like, she sounds like a really good heart. And I kind of like that, you know, that comfort. I just feel safe. You know, I'm like a little boy. I just, I just want to take it slow. That's all. I just want to take it slow, guys. <laughs> I feel safe. <laughs> okay. Anyone who watched Love Island would never look at Mackenzie and say, I feel safe with her. Not one. <laughs> so let's see. Austin is uh, talking to oh God, he's oh, doing... Sierra. Okay, he's talking to Sierra. So he's like, oh, what's up? Why aren't you having fun? And she's like, um, I feel like you're just being weird right now. He's like, how are you, Sierra? How are you, Sierra? And, he, and she goes, well, how are you, Austin? Well, I don't know. I'm just, like, running around. And you know what's funny? Aside from the fact that you look like goddamn Celine Dion, I haven't seen one attractive girl here yet. So this He's is... throwing shoulders. He's doing his, like, I'm saying, how are you? Ugh. Throwing his shoulders, let's fight thing, and starting a fight on purpose. And this entire line is just, you might as well have just like pulled it right out of the game, right? That book. This was the, it just is like such a, old, like a classic kind of neg, you know, to make someone feel bad, to make your make yourself feel, you know, make, make yourself more attractive. And Sierra falls for it, of course. She's like, well, oh, are you coming here to find girls? He goes, no, no. <laughs> Why would I need to find girls if I already found goddamn Celine Dion? Ask me that, huh? This guy has no personality, intelligence, or professional prowess to back him up. So he just counts on anger to inspire any sort of passion from somebody. And it's sad. It's sad at this point. And like, why would you... Yeah, um, first of all, there are attractive girls there. Second of all, why would you say that to the girl that you're sort of making out with? Um, And honestly, even from just like the point of view of someone who just wants to get some ass and is going to be like a fuckboy, like why would you say that to what is potentially your piece of ass for the weekend, (laughs) right? Unless you're trying to neg, but it's just, it just is, it's just like an obnoxious and stupid thing to say and very on brand for Austin. Yeah. So she's like, I mean, I would just love if you'd say whatever. I mean, like, I like you. Like, I feel like you know that. So do you not know that? And he's like, um, I feel like right now is not the right time. Like, in the middle of all of this. Oh. Like, she's trying to have a talk with you. She's not. You fucking prick. You come up, up to her and start this, like, I don't see attractive girls here and all this shit. And now you're trying to... Fight with her so that everybody will see. Like, he's so gross. He is gross. And, like, let's not forget, less than 24 hours earlier, she was in his room. And he's like, I just want to eat you from front to back. 
So like, you know, talk about mixed messages. And what sucks is it's, and this is really, this goes back to some the early seasons of Carl, because Carl did this like crazy to, to Ashley Workus, which is that basically, um, you know, you, you love bomb the girl and you like, you get into the girl and everything. And then all of a sudden you start to, you say things and you, you act aloof. You don't, you sort of, you, you promise almost, you dangle the idea that there could be something there. And then you act aloof and you act unavailable. And the girl is just like, I just want to know like what's going on here. And then you make her look like she's the crazy one. And now Sierra is the one for this episode who sort of looks like the crazy one, like, you know, stomping around and trying to be like, can we talk? Can we talk? When she's actually not the crazy one and she's been put in that situation by this douchebag. Um, she is the crazy one and she's the stupid one as well. Like, well, he's yes. crazy Baseline. and stupid, but I'm not just like, oh, yeah, Sierra. Like, no, 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 no. Also, she- you know, this is one where I have to remember that people are in their 20s. Well, she is. <laughs> Yeah. So I have to remember that because, listen, I mean, I've had plenty. I've fallen for so many of these guys. That's why it triggers me every single time, you know? Like this fucking guy. You don't start a conversation. Then he makes you mad so that you're like, but is everything okay? Then he's like, but I can't have this conversation. It's Lindsay's party. And yells it so everybody hears that she's trying to have a relationship conversation and mess up Lindsay's party. Exactly. I mean, Asshole. she is crazy and stupid for being interested in him, but like, um, you know, he will, he is going to, in terms of what he's going to throw into her face, like, oh, she's so clingy and she's so crazy. That's his doing. That's not her. She, her, yes, she has a baseline of, of stupidity for being into him, but th- that's separate from the other stupidity and insanity that mm-hmm. I believe is Austin's fault. Well, she, I mean, that started, this whole thing started in Winterhouse where he had just been hooking up with Lindsay and talking on the phone saying he can't wait till they can finally be together. And Lindsay coming thinking they were going to actually start dating. And then Sierra starts going for Austin and being like, well, he's done with Lindsay. So what's the big deal with that? I mean, it's not like she doesn't know that this guy's a fucking douchebag. You know, you were fine doing this to another girl and rubbing it right in her face. And guess what? you know turned about is fair play madame enjoy yourself i, I know um, but i'm saying like that that um that crazy and stupidity is a separate crazy that goes in a different file that goes in a different manila folder for me that's like that's already filed away in like the sierra records i'm just saying this new this new thing where austin is now going to be able to go to everyone and be like yeah i liked her but she went crazy on me she's like a crazy person you know she's like she's insane right now god she's so clingy like that's where i'm that's where i get mad because he gets to now go say that when it was him who sort of like created this situation you know what i'm saying and then he gets to go around saying how crazy she is when it's like no you were not just answering simple questions and made her look like she was the 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 clinger and the and and she may have a a level of clinginess i'm not discounting that but i'm just saying this is classic fuckboy you know manipulation happening right here and we have to call it out it is my duty here comes one right now so then Lindsay and Danielle are talking, and Lindsay's like, um, and then Austin and I start making out right in front of the entire party. And she's like, Lindsay, do whatever you want. This is an Austin and Sierra problem. 
You know, there are a hundred people dressed like Alice here, but Danielle is the most fitting because she spends her entire story following somebody around. (laughs) (laughs) She went down the rabbit hole and all she found was Rosé. But um, the uh, (laughs) it's funny because this is also an episode where there's a lot of energy spent on conversations and should we be having them right now? (laughs) You know, it's very exciting. Oh, so she tells us that for this year, for my birthday, I'm going to give myself the gift of not giving a flying fuck. Because <laughs> I don't think, I mean, I think that's a pretty solid gift. I'm going to make out with who I want. I'm going to party with who I want. And I don't give a fuck. It's like, <laughs> Lindsay's so, still a dependable mess. <laughs> yeah, also, this is no different than just like a normal day for Lindsay, by the way. I like that she gave herself a gift. It's like me saying, I'm going to give myself the gift of... um going getting into my car today you know it's like well it's not that different than the normal day Mm -hmm. so she says that she talked to austin and that austin told her that he's had this conversation with sierra ad nauseum and she keeps coming back at him with it and she's like i just want to be single and have fun i like i don't want to have this conversation and i just want to have fun and danielle's like wow okay Wow, because she's like now she's thinking like Sierra's just like so terrible. Like this is actually Sierra's fault somehow. So now Sierra's crying, and Paige comes and sits by her, and she's like, "This Lindsay and Austin thing is so annoying." And Paige is like, "I know it's like paying full price to Sarah. Am I right? <laughs> so annoying." Just, like just cause, oh, she's like just because we're not talking every day, it doesn't mean that my feelings for him went away. Like I don't want to come over, come off as possessive over some guy. I'm not in a relationship, but like have some fucking respect. Like if someone did this to Lindsay, she wouldn't like it. If someone did this to her, she would have exited from the house. She would have been, been exiled from the house. Okay, she or she would have had someone exile. I honestly I can't say my line properly because I'm just thinking about paying full price at Zara is really fucked me up. Lindsay was the one hooking up with him first and had to spend all winter house pretending she didn't care that he led her on and then rubbed you in her face. So it's kind of where I'm at. Like, I don't feel for you. So Paige is like, well, has he said anything to you about like her in general or like what their status is or if it's like platonic or if they're just friends or why she has like a one night stand club at her party or like if she thinks that's thirsty, like, I could go on. And Sierra's like, um, do I need to ask him about that? Yeah. And um, and Paige basically feels really bad for Sierra. She thinks that Lindsay just doesn't give a shit or whatever. And so they hug. And it's like, they give a little, I love you. I love you. I love you. And Sierra's like, oh, I'm just, I'm so much better than this. Which is true. Like, literally, you're crying over Austin Kroll. Like, this is, this is not what you want to have on public record. Yeah, and so then um, Paige is like, fuck these guys. Honestly, you're, like, so much better. If a guy doesn't like you, like, I feel like he's had a lobotomy. And she's like, what's that? (laughs) And Paige goes, it means that you had your brain taken out. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm a nurse. I should know that. Maybe it's because she doesn't know it. But now she's a nurse that thinks a lobotomy is when somebody gets their brain taken out. So... (laughs) So now it's like party time, party, and then Kyle jumps into the pool wearing his like pink dinosaur th- inflatable thing. And I mean, it's, it's a like, unicorn. I just oh, know, unicorn? I just saw the full thing today. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, and Amanda's like, is he gonna drown, Kyle? Kyle? 
I'm going to do mouth-to-mouth Kyle suscitation on him. Kyle. She's like, if Kyle was going to die jumping through a rainbow floaty and a pink unicorn blow up, I think that he'd be okay with that. I would not, because I have no access to his assets if he dies. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> well, if he dies before their wedding, I think that I'm assuming his estate has to give back that money, right? Because that's part of the contract. <laughs> I don't know. Sort that of cocktail napkin contract from the parents. I don't know. So, so now uh, Andrea uh, Andrea is flirting with, you know, multiple girls. He's like, Duda, this tequila is legit. Let's uh, get shots. Come on, girls. Here, let me give you shots and little thimbles. Tiny, tiny little shots. I like everything small. So then um, uh, inside, Kyle's like, babe. She's like, I'm here, Kyle. I'm peeing. You take your peeing. <laughs> Romance abounds. Uh, I'm gonna go Prince, babe. Should I go Prince? Prince? It's like, but is it too hot for that? I just don't want you to pass out, Kyle, without signing a will. <laughs> so, um, uh, Andrea's, we, go, we cut back to Andrea getting the shots with those girls. He's like, well, Little, little tiny page made things very clear that sh- she's going to go for Craig. Uh, and if that's what makes her happy, then fine. Uh, at the same time, I want to make a meaningful connection with somebody. As he, like, buys shots for people, I'm like, oh, wow. I really feel all those meaningful connections happening. Yeah, he's doing shots with, like, five girls going, he's saying, I can't wait. I can't wait to make a meaningful connection. <laughs> oh. So then so- Kyle gets on his prince outfit. Yikes. Yes. Well, I mean, look, at least he didn't do blackface. I was getting very scared there, you know? And then Lindsay, um, she's like, I'm going to change into a more appropriate nighttime outfit. And so she goes to change into just like another fairytale outfit. And then Carl's just sitting with with Paige. And Paige is like, oh, I, I really like Mackenzie. I like the way she sort of sits there and doesn't say much. Like, that's really cool for you. It like reminds me of paste. Not like glue, but paste. You ever see paste, you know? It's like that. That's really cool. Yeah, she's like Loki, but like she still has a personality, I'm assuming. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> He's like, yeah, like she does do her own thing. And then it cuts to Mackenzie talking to someone like, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, my God. That personality was really leaping off the screen. <laughs> yeah. And Amanda's like, yeah, it's good when they can hang alone at a party. I mean, like Kyle and I, like, I don't even know where he is right now. Like, where it. You don't. He's the he's the one. He's the white guy walking around in a prince costume, going, <laughs> "Look, it's Prince. I'm Prince. Hey, I'm Prince. Look, I'm Prince. Look." <sighs> so now Maya and Oliver are talking in the pool, and she's like, "So you're from Connecticut originally? I didn't even know there were black people from there." And he goes, "Yeah, and there's black people in Boston too." She's like, "Yeah," and then Danielle so proud. She's like, "Oh my God, I made a love match. She's gonna be going for the D." Hmm. <laughs> And so they're joking because Maya's like, well, I, I can't believe that Danielle thought I would like you. Ha ha ha. He goes, yeah, I guess she doesn't know you that well or me that well. I'm like, oh, wow, you two are going to be a negative couple made in heaven. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, God. Sardonic love. <laughs> 
Oh, so then Austin is kissing Lindsay for a picture while Sierra's dancing angrily and kind of watching on. Like, I'm dancing and I'm not watching you at all, but I'm watching you. Yeah. And then um, she's Lindsay's in her evening tutu. And then everyone is like jumping in the pool again. And Lindsay's like, 10 out of 10. And, um, and then Austin, like, he, he like chases Lindsay down. And like he basically picks up Lindsay and then jumps in the pool with her. And so Sierra is like watching angrily from the side. Scorned woman. It's so funny because they showed Sierra dancing like the double fist dance. You know, like mm-hmm. when you're just kind of moving your two fists, but she's all pissed off. And now she's now she's in the pool doing the exact same double fist dance, all pissed off. And Lindsay is like straddling Austin in her mm-hmm. like flesh clip chip thing oh by the way i wanted to tell you i don't mean like rectangular chip clips have you seen those chip clips (laughs) that are circular like you push them down they look like a pen and then you like push the top down and it opens its mouth and then you put the bag in there and then it clamps down that way it looks like an alligator (laughs) no no it's circular it's like the Uh, shape of a pen it's a tube it looks like a tube tube with a button on top and so you you click the pen button top, like if you were going to make the pen go down, and the tube opens like it has a mouth and it opens, and then you put the bag in there, and then you let go, and it clips at that. I mean, they I'm, reinvented the chip clip, you guys. I have You're 100% welcome. not seen that. 100%. <laughs> um, I was thinking that well, maybe you're talking about those Ikea ones, those flimsy Ikea ones that are like alligator mouths, and you like open them, and then you close them, and you're like, is this really going to keep it closed? And it sort of does, but sort of doesn't. No, Ikea chip clips don't work. I've been through so many chip clips. Okay, These ones don't work particularly well either. But there there you go, just in case anyone was wondering. You know, look, it's a world we need a good chip clip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we need to be able to rely on a chip clip doing... It has one job. You know, you had one job. So Luke, meanwhile, he's finally decided to give up on his costume. So he's walking around the house going like, Oh my God, I am dying Oh, get this off of me. Oh, God, get it off. Oh, no. And they just keep cutting back from people partying to Luke complaining about being hot. It's weird. <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird moment the show has. And then Lindsay is doing, you know, her clamp on Austin in the pool. And uh, she goes, I told you I don't give a fuck. And he's like, yeah, I can make out with you right now. But, like, not in front of everybody, okay? And she goes, I don't give a fuck now. Because yeah, then I don't give a fuck either. <laughs> and and she's like, I mean, how's it going with Sierra? And he goes, Well, I mean, you know, I mean, she's asked to talk like a couple of times, clingy, stage five clinger. Am I right? She's so fucking crazy. And then and at um, first, I was like, Well, no, she hasn't. You've come up to her and started these conversations, okay? But then she ruins it because she walks right up and she's like, Can we talk? <laughs> <laughs> She really does. Um, but you forgot a really important part, which is Carl uh, saying, hey, I'm on page. I think I'm going to order pizza. Yeah. That's yeah, a really plot vulnerable. point in the, the episode. It's a big yeah. point. Yeah. We're going to start the pizza plot right now. Okay, great. 
So now is the part where Lindsay is upstairs with Dan- Danielle, and she's blow-drying her hair, dancing sexily, and Danielle's just going, Oh my goodness! Wow, Lindsay! Wow, so sexy! You are so meant for this entire theme, Lindsay! I'm obsessed with that! <laughs> and then now Austin and Sierra find themselves in the kitchen together, and Austin's like, What the fuck?! He always comes on so aggro when he talks to women. It's like, it's really, it's really intense. And Sarah's like, well, what do you mean? What the fuck? He goes, I mean, just tell me what the fuck. Tell me what is it you want to, you want to talk to me about today? And then I'll, and then she goes, oblige. She goes, yeah, I'm going to marry Jay oblige. And I was like, I hate that that kind of made me smirk a little bit. Cause that's like such oh. a joke I would make. I was like, I hate that. I hate that God. Austin made a, made a Ben joke. Yeah. We're divorcing. This is over. Um, so then Amanda's showing people how to do squats in the uh, yard, reminding them, this is my wedding work, yeah. I'm getting married, you guys. <laughs> and then uh, Sierra's like, listen, I don't want to feel like I'm in the middle. Like, I don't want you to feel like you're in the middle of Lindsay and I just because you're in the middle of Lindsay and I. So, like, I just don't know where we stand. Um, I just want to know, am I going to be still attracted to a piece of shit douchebag or am I going to have to move on to a different piece of shit douchebag? That's all. Meanwhile, upstairs, Lindsay's still dancing and Danielle's like, yes, Lindsay, if I were you, I would move like that the whole time. It's so sassy. Oh, my God, Lindsay. She's like, so Austin threw you in the pool. She goes, um, no, like he threw me so much in the pool that I started like sneezing because I had like water in my nose. I love the phrase, he threw me so much in the pool. <laughs> Do you remember telling me over there that you guys made out already? And she goes, yeah, but what do I do about that? And she's Danielle's like, was it just once? No, he was making out with me like more. I can't tell what's going on because I was thrown so much in the pool and sneezing. I was pool sneezing. But wait, oh my god, I love that you still have the hairdryer, that's so sexy. Now, how many times did you make out exactly? <laughs> um, I don't know, like, I'll get back to you on that. Was it more than one, though? It was more than one, right? God, Danielle, you're so <laughs> fucking ham-handed. Oh my god. So then downstairs, Sierra's like, do you like me? Do you not like me? Was Vermont Vermont? Do we leave that in the past? Like... Also, like, she said she loved you in Vermont, and you guys were supposed to be together. Like, what's going on? Like, what's up? I, I don't know if she said that or if she said that to us, but these are the pressing thoughts in Ziara's brain at the moment. And, yeah, she says she told me that she told you that you guys were, like, supposed to be together, and you were supposed to be the one with her. Like, that's weird if you were, like, to go sleep in her bed. So, like, I feel like there's this tension between, like, me and her, and she doesn't want to, like, me hanging around you, and it's, like, a problem. So, like... And he's like, oh, fuck, fuck. This whole time he's been going, fuck, mouthing fuck to the cameras. Like, look at this one asking me these questions. So he's like, so how do you feel about the fact that, like, today, Lindsay kissed me on the mouth? And she shrugs, and, like, kind of mad. And he goes, oh, go ahead. Tell me to fuck off. I'd love that. Because he wants, he wants her to say that so that way he can, like, get ext- you know, extricate himself from this love triangle you know so that way he doesn't have to be the bad guy he wants her to be crazy and she's like 
why? Like, why should I say that? So you can go and do whatever the fuck you want. And he goes, ah, <laughs> just, why are you giggling? Because you made me giggle, Celine. And she's like, so you made out today? Was it, was I in the vicinity? When was this? And he goes, yeah, I mean, who cares? You do, obviously, because you just fucking told her. So yeah, <laughs> she's standing right next to the knife block, by the way. Which I was like, ma'am, do I have to point out props to you? (laughs) (laughs) So Sierra's like, do you like that Lindsay kissed you on the mouth? (laughs) And and he's like, Lindsay and I will probably kiss each other on the mouth for the next 25 goddamn years. Know what I mean? And nothing's going to change that. So for me, it's not like that. I don't think it is for her. (laughs) This whole weird thing they keep doing this entire episode with, we kissed on the mouth. No, you're making out with Lindsay constantly. It's not like we kissed on the mouth instead of cheek kissed. Yeah. It's a weird thing that they he keeps changing it to. Like, she's just mad because we kissed on the mouth and not that you're no, making you made out. out. You made <laughs> yeah. out. Constantly. And yes. And Lindsay has expressed that she has, like, real feelings for Austin. And then Austin goes and he does this whole Prince Charming thing in Vermont. He woos. He actively pursues Sierra. And, you know, Sierra's into him. She's. He doesn't tell Sierra that he's, like, not over things with Madison. And then and he says that Madison is not part of his life, even though he's texting with Madison. And then he comes and visits. And then he takes Sierra to the room and try it literally tells her like get naked I want to eat you up from like front to back really like suggesting like yeah we have this chemistry like the shit is going on between us and then today he acts like she's crazy that she might feel something you know it's it's like he's such well a- he's doing the exact same thing to her that he did to Lindsay which is like make her think the whole time that you're coming there you know yeah <laughs> to be with her and then turn it on your head and wait for you to lose your shit so he can have an excuse you know yes yeah, that way he doesn't so then, have to be invested or whatever so danielle and Lindsay, back to them Lindsay's like dude austin is a guy and all he cares about is getting laid and fucking people know what i mean so like... and she goes oh, but then you're gonna have sex with him like right here she's like maybe and if i want to i will because that's my prerogative <laughs> It's my birthday. So, you know, that's going in a great direction. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So then Sierra's like downstairs. She goes like, if that's what you guys want to do, okay, fine. And he's like, I didn't say that's what we want to do. God, you're insane right now. She's like, well, I like you. And I just want to be like the only one kissing you. And, you know, like, and you know what I will ask you? And he's like, so instead of like hearing any more, he just goes over to hug her to sort of like shut her up. And he kind of like wraps himself around her as if she were walking in a city street and a newspaper blew onto her chest. Like it sort of has that like sort of like sad enveloping energy. <laughs> it's like, stop, don't ask. All right, don't ask. And she's like, how do you feel about me? Oh my God. Why are you still even having this conversation? This is sad at this point. Like this guy is such a fucking issues. asshole. It's such daddy, a daddy fucking issues. asshole. So he's like, oh my gosh, seriously, I think you're amazing. I think that you and I have amazing times together. I think that you and I like do all the things. We check all the boxes. I mean, what? <laughs> now she checks all your boxes. Get the 
can't like well, i need to i need to take a break <laughs> i think the problem is that he's checking too many boxes if you know what i'm saying so then sierra is like hey cool and he goes i feel very strongly about you i do which is like again it sounds like he's about to fire her he's <laughs> like we just don't i just don't know if we need this position in our company anymore so, so then, then people-, people come inside and so he jumps to the other side of the kitchen you know, yeah. because he doesn't want to be seen telling her something like that. Otherwise, she won't look fucking crazy. So then Luke is whispering to some random girl. He's like, Haley so. Reinhardt type. He's like, so that party, that was pretty popping tonight, right? And she's like, oh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Nailing it. Yes, Luke, killing it. There was some creep dressed like the Mad Hatter, and it was like really disturbing. Hey, that was me. Oh. Hmm. Bye. So Oliver is leaving, but Maya's like, I mean, are you going to take my number so you can call me later? He's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I sure hope so. And then Danielle and Robert are in bed and he's ordering food and she's like kissing all over him. And she's like, you smell like a Frito. He goes, just ate some. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope somebody is writing this down. <laughs> I know. I, I, we are. We're the ones who are running it down. But they probably have the best relationship on this show, let's be honest. <laughs> so, um, guess what? Hey, guys, the pizza is still being prepared. God. <sighs> Keep me up late. I'm not going to be able to wake up early, but make my bed with this pizza taking so long. Just feel very vulnerable. <laughs> so, Amanda and Paige are doing the download of the party, and they're like, it's crazy. Like, you were in one place, and then I was in another place, and we just, like, saw so many, like, same situations, but also so many different situations. <laughs> and Amanda, does she have contacts in or something that are making yeah, her eyes? Yeah, she's got yes. black contacts. So, but, like, she's so she's still in her black contacts and also lashes. Her Heather but- Dubrow eyes. <laughs> but then she's in, she's not in costume anywhere else, so she just looks oddly terrifying (laughs) she really does so they're talking about Lindsay and austin and everything and and being together and Paige is like you know what i have plenty of guy friends and i'll tell you i've never straddled them in the pool i mean sure i found them how found out ways that they could dress for less but like never straddled them and like we can say that's just Lindsay, but as an outsider looking in and a very well-dressed party austin Lindsay in the pool was more than platonic yeah, and um, Maya comes over, and so Amanda starts questioning her about Oliver, and wait, she's wait. like, "Did you hear what Maya said when she show she walks up? She goes, I just sat in a Coors Light, so I apologize for the view.' <laughs> At least no. I think that's what she said. Even if that's, that's not what she said, I like it. I like it. So Amanda's like, "Um, so do you think he was cute? Do you find him attractive? Did you have a good conversation? Can you see him fathering your children? Is he gluten-free? Would you have sprinklers in your front yard or a rain system? Stop me at any point, Kyle. This is the scene where Amanda turns into Amanda Van Zant because she because now Maya starts to feel bad about herself. So Amanda starts giving this really like facile therapy because um, Maya Maya feels like you know. She she was, you know, she spent so much of her, her 20s engaged. Like, she was engaged from 23 to 28. And, like, she wasn't living her 20s like a normal person. And um, Amanda's like, but not Kyle. You're healing right now, Kyle. And Maya's like, well, I just have to reset my life. <sighs> and uh, Paige is like, well, it's hard to put yourself out there. And it's hard to talk to people because... You think you might get your heart broken. I get it. 
And Amanda's like, but, I mean, come on, like, do you love yourself? And she goes, no, I've never loved myself. Just why? Why don't you love yourself? <laughs> um, and she's like, my therapist always tells me to, like, make a list of ten things I like about myself, and I never can find one. Have and Amanda goes, smile? Oh, that, is that supposed <laughs> to make me feel better? <laughs> wow, you can smile. <laughs> There's some self-love for you. Wow. And Paige goes, okay, here's one. You're 29 years old. Okay, that was a terrible start. I'm sorry. You're, like, literally elderly. But you have your own business. You live in New York City. You're stunning, too. Okay, so, you know, one of them is geographical and one of them is age. But you do have a business about needing cookies, which don't really need to be needed. You know what? I'm just going to stop this. Love yourself. You're great. Amanda's like... Do you not like your own cookies? She's like, yeah, I like my own cookies. So it's like, there it is. There's one thing. You like your own cookies. <laughs> so Carl and Mackenzie are in the kitchen with Kyle. And McK- oh, no, Kyle's not there yet. Sorry. Mackenzie's like, um, not going to lie. I like these snacks from your apartment. So I like these snacks from your apartment. He's like, hey, you little snake. Wow. God, I love that crackling personality of yours. Hey, hey, I think we have some more of those chips. Here we go. Whoa, whoa. You gotta have, gotta kiss me first. Kiss me with that personality, brah. Yeah. So he comes up to kiss her and then like pulls back and she goes, why? Is is it is like my breath bad? And he goes, no, just choked. (laughs) Hey, here's some spicy chips. (laughs) Or do you want the dill pickle ones? Wow. God, so much personality. So now Austin and Sierra go into Andrea's room and close the door behind them. And I guess there's another door or something. So they close one of the doors. And Andrea goes, oh, you do realize I'm here, right? <laughs> He's like, yes, I, look, I want you to be here. Okay. So then Paige comes to the open door and she's like, um, Sierra, Austin, we're going to do cake now. And Austin, like, takes the door and shuts it. Which is so rude. Her. Yeah. So rude. And Paige is not having it. She's like, um, don't ever close a door on me. Okay. He goes, well, I just did. Which you'd think you'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. I what, didn't realize because I just did. And she goes, okay, first of all, don't ever do this. This is my house and we're about to do cake. Okay. And he goes, oh, well, I'm a stranger in this house. I'm a stranger. Like the, the entitlement that Austin has is so through the roof of his not house. Drives me nuts. It's not your house. You're not on this show. You are a guest on this show. You fucking asshole. This isn't Summer House. Yeah. I mean, well, this isn't Southern, Southern Charm. Charm. His ah. ego is, you can see his ego has really grown because he's like, yeah, I was picked to be, uh, I was, you know, in his mind, you can see he thought, oh, I was picked with Craig to be on Winter House. And he probably thinks it's to help that that franchise out it makes him think that he's probably a bigger star than he is. And now he feels like he's like the star coming to the smaller show. Ugh, disgusting. Yeah, he's gross. So she's like, um, first of all, I'm kind of going to tell you that we're doing cake for your best fucking friend. Do you hear that? Yeah, what was that? It's the storm. No. Fucking good old Texas storm just that rain? descended. Yeah. Do you hear wow. it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everybody, but. No, we'll just pretend wow. it's Austin spit. That's yeah. That's definitely what it's like. And then your ring goes off, and it's like, um, alert! Austin's spitting right now in your neighborhood. Like I know, it just almost knocked down my house. Thanks for the Austin's warning. Spitting in your ring. neighborhood. 
It is really like I'm. I'm. It's. It sounds like someone's like uh, hosing down your window. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I like anyway. it. I love rain sound. It's almost as good as oceans. <laughs> so we're in the middle of a fight, and I'm talking about Sorry. rain. Sorry. So Paige is like, first of all, I'm coming to tell you that we're doing cake for your best fucking friend, and he's like, <laughs> he says, call Craig because no one fucking cares. I'm like, dude. Oh. Yeah, he says, I, I I picked it up the second time around. I'm like, what a fucking asshole. Like, because it is like, Lindsay, like, why is he so mad, mad at Paige right now? So he, he's being such a dick because she had the the uh, the brazenness to 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 stand up to him, to say something, you know, con- I was going to say contrary. That's not contrary. No. Well, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. So uh, she goes, you know what? I am the last person you're going to fight with. I am the last person you are going to fight with today. Okay. And, and Sierra is standing between them and she gets this really nasal scream. It makes, it's piercing. It's piercing. It's like, no! Like, it's a Lindsay. It's a weird scream. Yeah. And she's screaming, stop. And um, Paige is like, don't try to play me in my own fucking house. You're a fucking loser and everyone fucking knows it. <laughs> don't ever shut the door on me, okay? Let's do cake. <laughs> it was great. I was like, thank you, Paige. Thank you that finally someone has, like, said the truth about Austin on one of these shows. And also, see, this is where I actually got annoyed with Sierra because Sierra... Sierra's doing that thing to Austin where she's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. In that way, like, Sierra, you don't even have to, like, the implication is she's telling him, be quiet so that way this gets better. And it's like, you don't have to, that's not your role. Like, you don't have to have that role with him. But it is sort of this thing, like, I have special access to Austin. I have a special way of coming down this animal right now and like you know what he is an animal and you don't have to be the one that tries to to civilize him to make him palatable for everyone else do you know what i'm saying yeah but to be to just to be, give amanda credit amanda was the first one to really give austin the business on these shows just gotta oh. give amanda credit i don't give him right. much credit but she is the first one who called austin out on his bullshit you're right but this one felt much more satisfying to me so then, happy birthday <laughs> to you. Everyone's like exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay is the most exhausting person to go to like celebrate, you know? Yeah. It's like it never fucking ends. Now they've got a cake. Somewhere Stasi is watching and being like, damn, she is a lot on her birthday. Mm. And Lindsay, I'm in my frame, Brittany Capel. Wow, twenty-eight year old ovaries. <laughs> so then Sierra goes up and apologizes to Paige for Austin's behavior, which is so ridiculous. Like it's like I just I feel bad that Sierra puts herself in this position where she feels like she has to be the one to translate. Like Austin does not need. Like you don't have to do this. Like Austin is the jerk here. You don't have to be his you know his convoy or, or envoy or whatever boy so uh page is like oh my god like you don't have to apologize you know and, like you absolutely are not the last person who has to apologize at all like who cares and page is like you know what austin came in and did a bait and switch with sierra and like in 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 uh in vermont that was like a representative like he sent a representative but today this is the real austin um, no, you guys just didn't give a shit when he was doing it to Lindsay. And now you give a shit because he's doing it to somebody you care about. 
to me. That's how it comes. <laughs> yeah. So Paige is like, well, you could have sex with my dad. I wouldn't expect you to apologize for me. Please don't have sex with my dad, by the way. <laughs> and then they serve the cake and there's Lindsay's like, oh, my God, there's literally a plan B on the cake. Which is funny because basically Austin treats both Lindsay and Sierra like they're plan B. Oh, God. And if you're going to need it around anyone, it's going to be him. I thought she said there's literally candy on the cake. Um, No, it was a box of Plan B. Oh, my God. (laughs) So then Amanda comes over to Paige and Sierra, and she's like, so what were you and Austin talking about? And Sierra's like, well, I asked him about him and Lindsay, and then he told me he kissed Lindsay on the mouth. Mm. And Paige goes, what? (laughs) Yeah, and Sierra's like, Lindsay doesn't give a fuck about me. She doesn't give a fuck. And um, Amanda, Amanda's saying, like, she's like, guys, Austin is the problem here. Like, Austin is the problem. Yeah, and she's like, I mean, oh, my God, let me make out with two girls who both like me in the same weekend that hate each other. Going to be great. <laughs> He's just awful, you guys. And Sierra's like, well, I mean, I'm like, even if you dated him, you just like you, it's not like you can still make out. Like, what the hell? She says, Austin doesn't care about the mess he leaves behind. Austin doesn't give a shit about Sierra, and he doesn't give a shit about Lindsay. There's the truth right there. No lies detected. So um, Austin, Austin, meanwhile, wants to go out, out and about in the Hamptons with Lindsay. And so he's trying to get out with Lindsay. And then meanwhile... Carl and Mackenzie are like sitting off on the sidelines. And Mackenzie, you know, Mackenzie wants to be sitting there in the kitchen watching all this. She wants to be in all the talk, all the gossip, but she has to pretend like she doesn't because Carl's, you know, being like good. And he's like, and she's like, what's going on over there? Yeah, it's like so much drama. Yeah, I don't care about drama at all, but maybe we can move like a little bit closer. No, I'm good right here. Okay, (laughs) that's cool. And um, outside, Lindsay is behind the bar with Carl, and Sierra's there now. And she's like, Lindsay, can we talk? She goes, no, absolutely not. And, like, won't look at her (laughs) because she's just, like, doing busy work, pretending that (laughs) she's not affected by all this. But she's so, you know, so Lindsay, right? Yeah. I'm not in the mood. No, absolutely not. And and so, uh, and then Austin tries to now go and have a conversation with Paige. So he goes, this is the this is a good way. This is a really good way to sort of like uh, patch things up. Paige, what the fuck? What the fuck? I'm like, oh my god, what is wrong with this person? And she goes, yeah, I mean, literally, what the fuck? Because I didn't say anything to you this entire weekend. I didn't ask you anything. I didn't bring up anything. And he's like, oh, and obviously your frustration is coming through in spades. And you reminded me of a few times that I'm a stranger in the house. So that's okay. That's okay that you did that to me. You are a fucking, this is not your show. Go home, you leathery piece of shit. Good for nothing. Go ask your parents for money for a flight home. And, he go, and she goes, um, I didn't say you're a stranger, but you are a guest, so act accordingly. Um, which I don't know if Austin understands the concept of act acting accordingly. So uh, Sierra, meanwhile, still try, like now I'm like Sierra, you just gotta you just gotta drop it for tonight. But she's like, we can do it now. Let's have this conversation and get it over with. Well, there's zero talk that I want to have. I want to have a good night tonight, and this is really already too much. 
And she's like, totally fucking agree, but listen, she goes, not my problem, not my problem, not my problem. <laughs> and Sierra's like, but it is your problem. We all live in a house together, so it's your problem. Not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, just talk to people. I mean, it's your birth. I know it's your birthday, but to talk to people. I talk to everyone all the time. Not my problem, not my problem, not my problem. Mm, great, then let's chat. No, 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 no. <laughs> So she's like, okay, then I guess you just don't give a fuck about me. That's fine, Lindsay. You don't give a fuck. And Lindsay, she's following Lindsay around, and Lindsay's darting from no corner to no corner in the backyard, just trying to get away from her. Yeah. And she's like, really, Lindsay? Really? You want to go, like, walk in a circle? Like, after you've been a dick to me all fucking weekend? And Kyle's like, whoa, 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 calm down. What's going on? (laughs) <laughs> she's like you made it clear that you're like being a dick all weekend and now you want to walk into a shed when clearly there's nothing in the shed Lindsay. Kyle goes uh it's not a shed it's definitely a garage <laughs> <laughs> she's been fucking avoiding me all weekend and i'm trying to be so fucking nice like but disregarding me to the fullest like kissing like kissing Lindsay on the lips and like talking about how he's gonna like sleep in her bed which is like not the case at all if like you want to be a sucker ass bitch then cool be one. So then Danielle's running into Tattletale, right? She's like, no one calls my friend a sucker-ass bitch. <laughs> so well, then Austin and Paige, back to Austin and Paige, Austin's like, I didn't come in here acting like this is my house. And she's like, um, I didn't say that. I, you, you, If I get a door slammed in my face, I will go up one side of you and down the other side. He's like, Paige! But Paige! <laughs> And then Lindsay walks in and she's like, why are you so like, she doesn't even get to finish what she's saying. Cause Paige already knows like, she's not going to deal with Lindsay. So she's like, um, and you're coming after me too. Okay. If anything, I suck up for you out there. Okay. Remember when you were making out with Austin and I just sort of went, huh, that was pretty big for me. And Danielle storms in and goes, Lindsay, I love you. And I want you to have the most peaceful birthday in your entire life. But if she calls you a sucker ass bitch, either you settle it or I settle it. Oh, you're terrifying. (laughs) Wow. Danielle. Uh, By the way, we should also give Lindsay some props for managing to get her way out of the pool house. Like, I just was imagining she just would get stuck in there for hours. Be like, well, how do I get out of here? How do I get out of here? Is anyone going to come after me? No. So Danielle is like, this is like Lindsay's Super Bowl. She loves her birthday and she's planned it to a T. And now Sierra wants to talk to her. If she wants to talk to you, she will. But you don't need to call her names over a guy. So <laughs> even though she's in here like trying to start a fight. I know. Like you're, like, you're angry at Sierra for causing drama when you're literally the one who is the most pressed at this moment. Yep. So Lindsay's like, um, Paige, I'm not doing this. I am not doing this, Lindsay. But Paige, I just told you I'm not doing this. Paige loses (laughs) it and screams and walks out of there. And Mackenzie's like, I'm not going in there. I just don't want to be like the ones walking. So like, let's walk through the room and watch it slowly while we're walking to another room. Come on. Y'all sounds great, by the way. So then, uh, so then they're like, Lindsay's like, don't walk away. And Paige goes, oh, you walk away all the time. Okay, watch me fucking walk away and look great while doing it, knowing that I paid half price for this entire outfit. You're welcome. Okay, well, you're the one who's wrong. And she goes, Lindsay, I don't give a fuck if I'm right or wrong. You know what you did? You're diabolical, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so then Lindsay's like, okay. I think she turns to Austin and goes, okay, get dressed. We're going to go out. So Paige is like, all of this is because of Austin, because you guys like each other, but neither of you will admit it. And he says shit to you that's different to Sierra, and no one will fucking say it. So she's like on a rant right now. And then Carl and Mackenzie are outside. She's like, I mean, does it make you glad that like you're not in this fight? He's like, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I'm like, oh, gosh, there's this... Poor Mackenzie just wants to go in there and throw fists or something. <laughs> I know. You know? She wants to earn herself a spot on the show. She's like, this is my chance, and I have to pretend like I'm over it with Carl because Carl's over it. So, so then, now Danielle is screaming at Sierra that they're supposed to be yelling at Austin, who's right there. He's the problem. And she's like, yeah, but it's both of them. Like, Lindsay's been fighting me all fucking weekend. She's been kissing him on the lips, telling him she's going to sleep in her bed. And um, that's true, but hi, watch Winter House. You did this to her all winter, so this is called her revenge. Is it mature? Nope, but she handled it a lot better than you are right now. Well, I mean, I wish I could remember the, the logistics of this, because I feel like Sierra and Austin were starting to have their sparks before Lindsay had actually arrived at the Winter House. So, well, yeah, but he had been flirting with Win- Lindsay and calling her in the middle ni- of the night going, yeah, well, now, like, we're finally free. Like, it's the first time that we've been, like, able to be together because, like, I- I'm not with somebody. You're not with somebody. So she came to the house thinking she's going to be with Austin. And he comes into the house and immediately goes for Sierra so that when Lindsay comes in, he's like, I mean, come on, Lindsay. Look, we're just friends. Why are you acting like this, Lindsay? And she, instead of, even though she went crazy in her own little way, she didn't go crazy on Sierra. Instead, she did her, like, desperation trying to find someone to bang the rest of the time. Yeah. Well, either way, Sierra should just, you know, like, she should know who the fuckboys are. And she should have she should have realized that she got that situation relatively harmlessly in Vermont. And she went back in for more. And it's like, girl, you just can't do that. So, um uh, and the funny thing is that Danielle is now doing this whole thing of like, guys, I can't believe you girls are fighting over a guy. I'm like, Danielle, you have fully agitated this situation because you just came running in and being like, she called you a poser bitch or whatever it was. It's like, you are like, you are, you're actively pitting the girls against each other and then act, then saying like, this is ridiculous. The girls are fighting right now. So Paige calls Craig immediately, of course, to gossip. She's like, you want to know what happened? So I came into the room like, hey, God, I can't talk because like I literally yelled for the first time in my life. It hurt. <laughs> yeah, they have a they have a uh, off where she's like, do you want to hear what happened? Yeah, I want to hear what happened. OK, let me tell you what happened. I like walked into a room. Tell me more. Yeah. And then he was like, Austin slammed the door in my face. Whoa. Yeah. And then I blocked it with my arm Whoa, with your arm. Yeah, my arm. And then, like, he was making out with Lindsay. Whoa, with Lindsay. Whoa. Yeah, whoa. So then Luke and Kyle and Austin are outside. And um, Luke's like, what's going on, boys? Yeah, what's happening there? And Austin's like, two girls who have no idea what's going on. Try and say, I'm playing, like, both sides of the fence. Like, I say one thing to Sierra and another thing to Lindsay. Whatever, bro. Whatever. So Luke is like, oh, because I was inside and I heard that you were making out with Lindsay earlier. He's like, oh, Lindsay, I kiss on the lips. So what? So what? And then Lindsay appears and she's like, you fucking idiots. What are you idiots doing? I would like to go out. 
And Luca's like, I mean, he basically is like, listen, Austin, you're acting like a fuckboy. And like, I've been in that situation, okay? Because I am the president of Fuckboy University. So I understand it, but I'm just saying, you're acting like it. And then Lindsay's just like, wants us to be over. Like, we're going out, right? We're going out. And no one will let Luke finish. So he just stands and starts clapping. He's like, but it's fair to say when you kiss Lindsay on the lips, regardless of whether it's friendship or not. Yeah, I kiss her on the lips. Whatever, whatever, bro. High five, Lindsay. High five. And <sighs> Luke is like, but Sierra's all about you, bro. And when Sierra's all about you, bro, what I'm trying to say is that even if it's friendly, it still hurts her feelings. And then it becomes a problem and everyone can see it. Okay, buddy. You know what? Okay, buddy. He's like, on it. On it, baby. You gotta fucking on it, baby. He's like, don't tell me those shit, dude. Go make maple syrup or some shit. Go make maple syrup. And Luke comes back and says, well, go sit on the beach and become a lobster. (laughs) (laughs) I love the old maple syrup versus the lobster, you know. I will see your lame, thirsty hobbies with a... I will raise you with a sun-damaged aging frat boy comment. <laughs> and I actually have to hand it to Luke on that one. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, if someone says, yeah, well, go make maple syrup. I'm like, okay, I, sure. I'll, I actually would love to do that next. <laughs> Luke's like, go get sun-damaged then. Go, get more go of make that. something delicious that we can all enjoy <laughs> as a household. How about that? Yeah, go work on your leather face some more then. Go for that. <laughs> How about you go learn beekeeping and come back with fresh honey, the type you can't get in the stores, and it's so delicious that everyone wants them. Why don't you do that, Luke? So Lindsay's like, we need to go out, and guess what? They're going to dig their own graves. And Austin's like, let's get some lips right now. So they make out right then and there. Kyle's like, have sex, have sex. And Austin's like, I don't want to be with these people. God, he's so obnoxious in so many different yeah. ways. So then Danielle's now with all the other girls in the kitchen and she goes, this is what I said. I said, Lindsay, you guys have made out multiple times today. And I'm pretty sure it was multiple times because I specifically asked her five times if it was multiple times. <laughs> and and then they're like, what? So here she is throwing <laughs> Lindsay right under the bus. Yeah. And Paige is like, what fucking nerve do you have to walk into this house and play two girls? I mean, Austin has also been making out with Sierra today. And Danielle's like, what? Did we know that? Did Sierra and Austin make out today? Are we talking about like the actual specific because it was like Austin and Sierra like kissed at 1 a.m. accounts as today? I have no idea because like I literally like am so grossed out. (laughs) Um, So Danielle's like, what? And Paige is like, yes, he was making out with her today and amanda's like oh my god get him out and then danielle takes a vodka bottle and starts chugging it danielle that's not water you know that right unless you're kyle in which case it sort of is so Lindsay comes in and she's like i don't know what austin said to you but Paige, it's really unfortunate that you would think that i'm a bad friend Paige is like, well, that's what I heard, though. And she goes, well, I'm so sorry that you would think that that I'm that bad of a friend. (laughs) You literally are. What are you talking about? You're being a total asshole. I'm keeping this mostly on Austin. But let's not pretend that Lindsay's not being a total fucking asshole. Now, am I total in total agreement with Lindsay's revenge plan? Yes, I am. But coming in and doing this whole like, um... Acting like I'm not a good friend. You're a terrible friend. You're a terrible friend. (laughs) 
And she's like, um, uh, wait, you're not contorting me, controlling me. She said, confronting. She oh, said, confronting. Uh, <laughs> confronting me is one thing, but you. And she goes, but I did. I confronted you right now. She goes, no, that wasn't confronting me. That was accusing me. And Paige is like, oh, okay. I'm wrong. You're right. You're always right. I'm always wrong. And Lindsay's screaming, I've been nothing but a good friend. I'm always a good friend. You're right. I'm wrong. You're the best friend. You're always right. And it just pushes Lindsay over the edge. It's so yeah. funny. And Paige is like, I stuck up for you all fucking weekend. And you know what? I regret it. I said Austin is playing both of them. And I regret it. I regret it right now. And she goes, well, why is that on me? And then all the girls are like, it's not on you. So I'll go up to kind of like take her shoulder like, Lindsay, listen. She goes, everyone get off of me. (laughs) You're aging my eggs. So then Lindsay's like, Paige, let's go outside. And Paige is like, I don't want to go outside. She's like, well, this isn't on me. She's like, well, then it's not on me. Then apologize. Oh, I love how Lindsay wants to go outside and talk now. Now. When she won't <laughs> go outside and talk about Sierra. It's like Lindsay won't talk about something real. She'll only talk about some fake bullshit she doesn't care about. <laughs> so um, Amanda's like, you're wrong, Lindsay. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And so Paige is still screaming, I said he's playing you. And Lindsay's screaming, why is that on me? You apologize to me. Paige is like, I did not do anything wrong. I will not apologize. Yeah, she will not apologize. So Paige is like walking away and everything. And um, and Lindsay's like, do I look like a fucking liar? And then Paige is like, sometimes, yeah. So um, then uh, Amanda's like, do you think it's like weird, not Kyle, that Austin is making out with you and Sierra? And she's like, I don't fucking care. And Lindsay's like, I am a good friend. Sandwiches, taco, contract, where's my helicopter? <laughs> and Amanda's like, calm down, Lindsay. And she's like, I do not care what Austin does. And you think his behavior is acceptable? Yes, I do. Huh. So then uh, Paige just like disappears up and in, up into the bedroom with Maya and she's like, okay, um, uh, how's Oliver, I guess? Should we talk about Oliver? Should we talk about something boring to cleanse the palate? What do you think? And Maya's like, yeah, we're going to go on a date. It'll be fun. Well, yeah, way to bring this episode down. <laughs> Jeez. So then um, uh, Sierra's crying because Paige went so hard for her. And she's like, I would do that tenfold for her, too. And Austin is a dumpster fire. Like, how stable, how unstable are you? Like, how insecure are you, Austin? <laughs> And then Maya's like, you guys, should I order a four-piece? And they're like, oh my god, yes! <laughs> That's like Maya's Maya's favorite thing to do is just to like get onto Postmates. And I know, I know, I, I understand it because I am that. So then Mackenzie, meanwhile, is like, wow, this night has taken a turn. Yeah, well, thanks for hanging out there with us. Guess what? The pizza's finally here. Yeah, the, my, my story arc has come to a conclusion. And I'm just going to feast right now because I'm starving. Put your pizza on me. Yeah. <sighs> Carl's out there fucking a giant rose. And then um, now the cast who's home goes to bed and Robert and Danielle are returning late and Carl and uh, What's Her Buns Mackenzie are going to bed and he's like, uh, do you mind if I put on oceans? It's like <laughs> ocean waves. Yeah, I just found that like ocean waves are like really great. It's really, really relaxing. Put your ocean on me. So then, um, uh, yeah, there's just sort of like 
good night kind of banter kind of amanda getting to bed and amanda's very proud that she made the bed today because she wanted to make him happy and then now it's like later at night and austin and luke come back and because they weren't they went out obviously and luke's like well dude it's so quiet in here and then Lindsay comes back but she comes back with someone named luciano who is not austin as the chiron showed us so after all this she's gonna wind up hooking up with someone else Yes, she does. Because that's Lindsay. That's how she proves that she's not upset about something. She goes and bangs some other guy. <laughs> yeah. So Lindsay. Um, so then they, they're boning. And then uh, it cuts between them boning and Luke and Austin arm wrestling. Austin's like, yeah, yeah, arm wrestling. What? Bro, I told you I was stronger than you, bro. And then this guy, Luciano and, and Lindsay, they're having sex. Then it's over. And he's like, oh, yeah. <sighs> And then it just and then the episode just sort of ends. I was like, oh. Okay. Well, it ends with a very important sound. Not only the oh yeah, but the bravo. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of Summer House. It was a great episode. I mean, that entire episode took place over four hours. I mean, normally an episode takes place over a week. So I mean, we're still not even done with Lindsay's birthday weekend. I mean, who knows? Maybe Alex will show up next week. Or maybe we'll just see, like, a weird blur by the fridge and just, like, the corner of some ground turkey packaging (laughs) at the side of it. Like, there he is. There he is. There he is. Everybody, thanks so much for being with us. We will be back later in the week with Orange County and New Jersey. And in the meantime, go get tickets for our live shows coming up in Denver, San Francisco, and a bunch of uh, the ending of our tour, really. Like three yeah. more weekends left, guys. So go find your city and ticket links at watchwhatcrappens.com, guy. Bye, everyone. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Courtney Shamazing Shaudel. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickolus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. We McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 Days of Summers. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She leaves us in stitches, it's Catherine Taylor. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Kristen, the Ruby Rubano. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>